Welcome to Rock Your Life. (laughs) This is a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, and transforming your life into something more amazing than you ever dreamed. At least that's the idea. Uh, I'm your host, Amy Edwards. I'm a musician, an author, a radio host, a podcaster, DJ mom, a transformational expert, and a coach. I know, it's a long list. I'm all about rocking life to the fullest, for sure. So if you're interested in stepping into the spotlight more in your own life and getting past obstacles and fear, then we got you here. We have practical advice for your daily life, for habit building, for branding, and for just your mindset. Because sometimes it just boils down to that. The show's divided into four segments, and we're going to have a focus each week. This week, our topic is fear. So in the first segment, I'm going to talk right now about this week's topic and talk about my related blog post. Uh, Next, I'm going to do an interview with someone different each week. Third segment is going to be our affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with StickWithIt.co's Jill Faulkner. Uh, I'm a big believer in affirmations and saying them out loud, so we choose one to work on this week. And fourth, I'm joined by my collaborative partner and certified brand consultant and co-owner of The Velvet Cartel here in Austin, Texas, Bijou Finney. And we discuss practical strategies to build your brand and take charge of your habits. Sound good? All right. Let's do this. Let's rock. fear as the focus for this week since this is the inaugural episode of Rock Your Life. And fear is something that so many of us struggle with in some way, even though we may not realize it. Sometimes fear is at the root of so many things that we're feeling. I know for me it is anyway, in my experience, and that's a lot of what I'm going off of here, but I see it in other people too. I'm not a believer in fearlessness, even though I get called that sometimes. That is something that Jill and I jump into in the affirmation segment today as well. So here we are with fear. It's scary to jump into the unknown. This show is the unknown for me. And I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm scared. But I'm pushing myself to do it anyway. I, I pull these little angel cards every day. Recently, I pulled one that said adventure. And I thought, what if I reframe fear into something around adventure? No, what if I can look as this as an unknown, as the as the excitement of the adventure rather than being scared of it? Because when it comes down to it, what am I actually scared of? I mean, we're not talking about, you know, those actual fears like of running for your life through the forest or, you know, running from a guy with a knife, something like that. Those are not the fears that we're talking about today. We're talking about fear of being judged. We're talking about those fears that we create in our heads. I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of being alone, not having love, choosing the wrong partner, partners, <laughs> screwing up my kids, not being good enough, not being loved, someone not loving me back, relationships in general, intimacy, not being intimate with somebody, <laughs> being judged, doing something stupid. That's a big one, isn't it? Failing, succeeding, not being good enough, looking ugly, owning my power not owning my power, (laughs) taxes, dying, cancer, (sighs) something happening to my kids, not living up to my potential, climate change, oppression, war, the flu, old age, (laughs) aging in general, my knees giving out. I could could go on. Do you want me to? (laughs) I could. The point is, there are endless things to fear in this life. 
And it's pretty debilitating to go down that path and think of all the things that could go wrong, like seriously wrong. And sometimes when people ask me how I do all I do, I think about the fact that in the big picture of fears in life, maybe the fears that I have of getting on stage or speaking in front of people or this show, for instance, or doing something generally idiotic, like on my social media, maybe they're not such big deals after all. That's not to say that diminishes those fears when you're in the moment. It doesn't. It doesn't for me. In the moment, I'm absorbed in it. Like right now, this moment, I mentioned earlier, this show, you know, it's my first one. I mean, I've done podcasts before, I've done radio, but this is my first one of this that's aligning with my brand. It's aligned with what I believe is my calling, my purpose, and that is to help others transform their lives into whatever it is they want it to be. Better is the idea. Just better. Transforming into something better. And that's not to judge where you're at right now, but... I believe we can always get better, right? Transform into something different that we feel good about. But there's a lot of fear that's scratching at the door. You know, it wants in. It wants to tell me, don't do this. Don't take the risk. It's too much. What if your higher-ups don't, what if your higher-ups, what if your higher-ups at work don't like it? <laughs> what if they, what if they want to pull it after one episode? What if it doesn't resonate with anybody? Yeah, I can, I know I can be extreme. That might be a little extreme. What if I sound like an idiot? What if the production sucks? <laughs> because I'm doing it myself. What if, what ifs can go on forever? <sighs> Yuck, right? Yuck. But I'm sitting here anyway. I'm taking the risk. I'm going to risk putting something else out into the world and creating something. I'm going to believe. I'm going to proceed. And I guess there's hope involved. I don't know. I try not to focus too much on hope. I think it takes you out of the present moment. And I don't really love the feeling of hope because it doesn't make me feel in control. So more importantly than that, I prefer belief. Belief is doing whatever it is in spite of the nagging fear that I can hear. Sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes it's really loud. But it's, it's there. I know it's there. And not giving into it. Choosing belief over it. So very recently, as in like today, I, or yesterday, I guess, I struggled with giving up. Like that's when the fear wins and it gets a foothold when we give up. Like I just want to go eat something. Let me go get some fries, some chips. Let me go scroll. Let me go see lives that I'm not living. That lowers our vibration and it lets the fear win. And it's tough to stay with something and keep going, especially when the outcome is unsure and you're relying on belief, Right. So how do I cope and how do I get through it? Which that is what we're here for. We're here for practical strategies that are easy to implement and you can do it fast because we're all damn busy, right? So I search for this trust and this belief that, well, I know it won't ultimately hurt myself too much or hurt anyone else in the process, right? So I know deep in my soul that everything will be okay. Like we're gonna live, right? It just will. Maybe it's because of my age. I'm 47. Maybe it's because I've got enough, you know, years under my belt. So I know that it's going to be okay. Uh, I may not have any clue how it will be okay. But the truth is, it will be okay. I have to trust that I will be all right, even if things go south. And by all right, I mean that with perspective, I can see that I always learn. I always, always learn. Sometimes it takes me time to see that. But some strategies I work to build into habits around this are... And we will talk more about this at the end with Bijou. But one of the strategies that I don't mention with her is that I make a habit 
of writing what I am grateful for when a situation is wrecking me. So what would that look like in this instance? It would look like being grateful to have this opportunity. It would look like pushing that fear aside and finding gratitude that I even have this opportunity, that I'm sitting here in front of a mic at an awesome studio that someone else put together, essentially. Yeah, I'm sitting here pushing buttons, but essentially someone else put it together. And I've been a do-it-yourselfer for a long time. So I'm really, really grateful for this. Uh, I'm grateful that I'm doing something that's aligned with what I see as my purpose, which is talking about this and realizing that we're all in it together and we can all overcome all this stuff that can pull us down and lower our vibration and isn't serving us at all, right? Our affirmation this week that was chosen during the recording of the Go After Yourself segment uh, is, I have all that I need. And so if we're able to trust that we have all that we need, then how can we fail? And how can we even be scared? Like, what is there to be scared of if we have all that we need? What if I was going into battle and I was scared, but I suddenly realized that I had tons of ammo, I had weapons to fight, I had an army behind me, I had a super shield, uh, I had a force field. (laughs) I had uh, literally everything I could need in that situation. Would my fear dissipate? Well, maybe not be completely gone, but it would fade. That's for sure. I feel more secure and more confident to proceed. And I think it's the same with anything. If we can find the belief that we have all that we need right there in us to make the money, to care for our elderly parents, to care for ourselves, to start the new business, to have a rocking Twitter account, to build our burgeoning brand, to start the new show, (laughs) then what? It's all here, all the tools, all the friends, all the resources, all the help, all the internet to find the help, all the smarts in your head, all the resilience, all the everything. I have everything I need. That feels pretty damn good, doesn't it? And it makes the fear mm, at least get quieter in my head anyway. So today in the show, we're going to talk to comedian and actress and Austin 360 radio personality, Whitney Strop about fear after your life partner dies. We will then have our Go After Yourself segment with Stick With It Co.'s Jill Faulkner about affirmations around overcoming fear. And we end with practical tips and strategies for getting through fear, books to read, and just going forward in your own branding with certified brand consultant Bijou Finney. And I just want to take a second to say thank you for being here with me and listening to this because I just got a little overcome with gratitude Little, tear, little tears might have filled up my eyes. I'm just exceptionally grateful um, to be sitting here and doing this and that you're actually listening. So thank you for that. These women coming up are amazing, and I really hope you get something out of it. Stick around because it's a great show ahead. Hi, Whitney. Hi, Amy. Hi. Let's, Hi. Uh, let's tell everybody who you are. So you are a uh, comedian, actress, and radio personality here yes. at Austin 360 Radio. That is correct. Yes. That is me, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. We're sitting right in our <laughs> space, too. This feels familiar. Uh, so um, thank you for agreeing to be my yes, first anytime. interview. Oh, really? This is my. You're my first like interview guest for this brand new 
show. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm Absolutely. honored. But any any chance I get to hang out with you, I'm I know. Anytime, to say yes. Anytime. Yes. Thank you. Anytime I can sit around and talk to you. Yes, Down. exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought of you too, not only because I love you, but also because I know that you probably had to tackle a lot of fear after your husband passed away. Yes. So uh, just to debrief everybody, your husband passed away very suddenly. Tell me when that was. Yeah, it was October 2017. So just two years, over two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, unexpectedly, um, we had moved here. We had faced a fear of leaving LA. Right, you grew up here, but we then up, you moved here back here after how many years? Yes, 25. I've been out of Texas since like 98. Okay, 1998. So it had been about 20 years. Yeah, about point. 20 years. Um, and we, the longest run that we had was in L.A. We were there for about 15 years um, and decided to come back to Texas. Um, and three months after we moved here, he died three months. unexpectedly um, mm-hmm. because of sleep apnea. And so I found myself in a whole new uh, world. You know, lo- the plans that I'd had for life. Life had other plans. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And so I had to, yeah, I had to sit in that. And that is scary. It's super scary. And I have a list of some questions that I'm going to ask you. And if you aren't comfortable answering something, then that's fine. Don't, okay. I don't then care. I get to say no comment. <laughs> yeah, right. you sure do. We can edit it out. <laughs> totally up to you. Okay. Um, I just thought that those are, you know, in the big list of horrible life things, mm. you're like, those are the like two yeah. of the top ones, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like death of your partner or right. a, someone a close to move. you, a family yeah. member, and a big move. Huge ones. Um, so I, I'm not. I'm not even sure what I want to ask first. But how initially? I know there was a lot of grief. Do you think the fear and the grief were tied up together? Um. I mean, I'm sure they were, but you're in such a state that you don't focus on all of those feelings at once. You can't because it would be overwhelming. Yeah. Um, So, you know, really what I did was um, focus on a little bit of the grief and then the immediate whatever I needed to do. And once everything settled down a little bit, once everybody left um, is when I was alone. And that's when you that's when I felt the fear of, oh my gosh, now what? Yeah. Yeah. Because not only did you have to face life alone, but you didn't even have anybody to lean on. Like Right. Everyone, you know, everyone had their person, like everyone that came to help me, his parents, um, my friends, you know, other family members, they all had a partner. They all had their someone and my someone wasn't there. Hmm. And so, yeah. And we'd been together since I was 19. So, I hadn't ever made a big monumental decision or, you know, really any decision without running it by him first. So Uh, that's scary. Totally. I used to own a clothing store. I know this isn't the same thing, but I'm going to make an analogy. (laughs) Okay. I used to own a clothing store. And when I started the clothing store, I had a partner who was always there with every decision I made about a shirt we were going to order or whatever. Right. And about three years in, we had a falling out and she left. And I had realized I had just in that short amount of time lost my confidence Mm -hmm. in myself Mm -hmm. to make any decisions at all. Mm -hmm. And I had to like, I felt so forced to 
to make decisions. And I know those are like smaller scale, but I was in my 20s. No, but you're absolutely right. But I lost that confidence. And underneath that, I feel like there was a fear of making the wrong choice. Right. Or, and just the fear of the unknown and not having somebody to hold your hand and right. jump in with. But um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And in some weird ways, I feel like um, after my husband died, I had to find myself, you know, like I've always been Whitney and Hunter, Whitney and Hunter. Mm-hmm. And now it's just Whitney. That's really scary. Yeah, it's so scary. But Do it's you- also a little bit freeing, you know, I mean, not to say if I could, I would bring my husband back you know, of immediately, course, of course. But if I'm going to have to go through this, one of the first thoughts that I had was I'm not going to let his death be in vain. What is it that I'm going to learn? And yes, there's going to be fear, but I'm going to face the fear. I'm going to walk through the fear. I'm going to sometimes ignore the fear, you know, and just fake it and and make that decision or, you know, get out of bed or whatever it is, you know, Absolutely. just well, keep moving. I think too, when, we, when you have kids, <laughs> there's only so much you can let it debilitate you sometimes. Cause you're like, I literally have to get up and go be a mom now, you know? Yes. Like, that's, that's what you and I think because we're strong people, but there are many people who don't have the strength even for their kids. Yeah. And they get, they, you know, they get overwhelmed with the fear and, and no, their their children can't save them. Did you have times where it overwhelmed you? I'm oh sure yeah, you did. I'm oh sure yeah. You did. One of the you know first really memories from that time because it's kind of all a blur. But one of the very clear memories that I have is because um, my husband basically died at home, but I found him in time, called nine one one, and they resuscitated him. So he went into the hospital, but he was basically brain dead. Oh my god. Um, but the blessing in that was that he was able to be an organ donor. His parents and his brother who were out of town could come in and say goodbye and all of those things. So there's always blessings in, in the trauma. But um, I had to, my kids obviously knew that he was, you know, in the hospital. They couldn't comprehend how big of a deal it was. I think they imagined him just laying in bed talking to people and he's in the hospital. Um, but I had to tell them that it was, kind of dire, you know, and there was a good chance that he wasn't going to make it. And that, um, you know, I, did they want to go and see him? They said they didn't really feel comfortable. So I said, that's fine. I'll let you know, you know, when it's necessary. And, um, the day that we found out that, you know, brain dead, not coming back from it, absolutely nothing else that we can do for him. I have a memory of driving in the car to pick them up from school knowing that I'm about to tell them a life-changing, you know, piece of information. I mean, their lives will never be the same, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm sitting in the car with them and I was completely overcome with fear because right now they have a dad, like we're sitting in the car and right Right. now they have a dad (laughs) and I'm about to have to find the words to tell them, they don't have a dad. You're about to flip the switch. Yeah. yeah. And so in that moment, it is so scary trying to figure out when is the right time? Well, well, how long can I wait to tell them? You know, how do I tell them? Um, you know, and just and then just the, the clarity for myself of, oh, I don't have a, a hunter. I don't have my husband anymore. You know, that is very sad. But yeah, a lot of fear. And what does that mean for all of us? You know, yeah. So, yeah. Do you lean on any kind of faith or belief to help you through this? Oh, yes. Um, When I, I've 
kind of been on the Oprah journey, you mm-hmm. know, for like 20 years or whatever, watched all of her shows, read the books that she said to read and um, went down the whole new earth, you know, path with her. And um, and so I was already on this journey. I, I'm a Christian, came from a Baptist background, but then started reading books and listening to, you know, other ideas about religion and stuff. And so it was kind of opening my head to the spiritual side of things. Mm-hmm. So I was already on that path. And that's why I think when I had that, that deep fear, one of my first thoughts was, okay, well, what am I going to learn from this? Because that's what we're here for. And that's what every experience is about. Absolutely. So what am, I'm not going to let fear, fear is a liar. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let fear hold me back from whatever it is I'm supposed to, to do with this. You know, in my brain, I thought, you know, as weird as it is, you know, Hunter and I decided before we ever got here that we were going to go down this path together. And he must, we must have decided and with God, you know, that he was supposed to leave me early so that I, because yeah. I couldn't learn certain things if he was still here, I guess. I don't know. That's you kind just of have to how choose I, to believe that, right? right? That's how I kind of went with it. And so yeah. like, when I thought to myself, well, how am I going to, I'm not going to let his death be in vain. What am I going to do to make sure that I move to the next level, whatever that is? You know, I'm not going to let this be for nothing. That's so, so impressive. <laughs> it's so impressive. Yeah, so but that's impressive. that's the faith. You know, that's yeah. fr- my faith in God that there's something else. I believe hunters around. You know, and and fear, like that's what happens to me. Our perception of everything that's going on here can be so colored in a negative, in a fearful um, light, and and make us freeze and not want to do anything. And I think I just posted something recently on my Instagram about I think it. You did um, I like now? It a lot. I can't remember, but it, you know, the point was. You can't, you, you know, don't don't fool yourself into thinking this is all there is. Oh, it was something about sometimes you feel like you're being buried, but you're actually being planted. Yes, yes. And th- it's all perception, mm-hmm. you know. Some people feel like you're being buried. Other people, they think, no, I'm being planted. Which one do you want? I would rather feel planted than yeah. buried. The feelings are actually the same, mm-hmm. you know. It's oh, just for your sure. perception. The pressure on you and yeah. all that. But yeah. you, there's hope in thinking I'm being planted. A bunch of dirt there's around. There's fear, right? <laughs> Worms. Damn but dirt. But there's hope in feeling planted. There's fear in feeling buried. I try to live my life every day on the hopeful side. Because why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? Well, that leads me to a question that, like, I know laughter plays a huge role in your life. Oh, so, gosh, yes. like, you know, I, think I joke about my dead husband all the that, time. You do. I I do you do. And I think that there's a component of not taking it to, I mean, that's as serious as it gets. Yes. So as a child dying, I would, th- I would think. Yeah. And oh, so, gosh, yes. um, like, you know, laughter is just a huge priority in your life. So well, what I think you it, say? yeah, it's a, it's a defense mechanism for me. A lot of the time, if I'm feeling uncomfortable or I feel like someone else is feeling uncomfortable, I try to laugh, yeah. you know, yeah. and when it's a coping mechanism, it's a coping mechanism mm-hmm. but also but a good it's one. a release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a positive coping mechanism. Um, and especially I just moved to town, don't know anyone. Then my husband dies. So now I'm meeting people and I'm not a couple anymore, <laughs> yeah. but they don't know my life. They don't know my story. So I'm constantly having to tell people that I barely know. <laughs> And by hey, the way, <laughs> dead husband. So the first time we met, yeah, 
Right. Yep. I think I said, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and that's kind of what I would do because it's such an uncomfortable situation. So if I can do it in a laughing way, that's my go-to. I do worry sometimes that people may hear me and think, oh, wow, she's not impacted at all by the death of her husband. That's bull. I'm very impacted. But I make a choice to try to, you know, try to keep hopeful, positive, laughing. Yeah. Because that, that's a better way to live. It really is. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're making these choices. You know? Yeah. You put your, where, I mean, granted, I didn't make my husband die. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although some, no. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't, but, but you do get to choose. You don't always get to choose what happens in your life, but you do get to choose how you handle it and how you handle it impacts where you go next. Yeah. So if you don't like where your life is right now, you have all the power to change it. It's a thought process. And yeah. fear is the biggest culprit in keeping us where we are. You know, fear keeps us from taking risks and being vulnerable and, and you know, living life fully. If you weren't afraid to fail, I remember Oprah said this a long time ago. We're be- best friends now, <laughs> Oprah and I. Um, but she said she would ask her guests, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? If there was no fear, what would you do? And that's really at your core, what you want to do, you know? Anyway. That was amazing. I couldn't have said it better. And that's a perfect wrap up for us. I want to thank you so much for sitting down and talking about this. Yeah, thank you, Amy. I I knew you would be perfect to talk about this with, and I was right. Damn it, yes. Yes. I was right. So thank you. Um, That was beautiful, and it was exactly what this show is about, which is about making those choices and changing your life. So Perfect. We all have it in us. We can do it. Yeah. So thank you. If you want to follow Whitney, you can follow uh, Austin 360 Radio or you can follow her at Whitney underscore Strop, S-T-R-O-P-P. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you back. So welcome to Go After Yourself, our inaugural new whatever segment, podcast, <laughs> whatever we're going to call it, with uh, with Jill Faulkner. I'm so hey. glad we're back together. I know. It feels nice. It feels really good. That's yeah. why I didn't even let us talk that much. I was like, I'm just going to turn this on yeah. and we're going to start recording Perfect. because I'm so glad we're back doing this. Yeah. I missed it. And it, you know, it was life changing for me looking at the last year because, gosh, I mean, we're we're like just over a year when we first started doing the Rock Your Life yeah. Affirmation series, right? Yeah. I think we started last year in September, like mid to late September. Yes. I should really have looked that That's up. That's crazy. But um I probably could, but anyway, so yeah, it is crazy. Like um how far that we've come in the last year. Time flies when you're affirming yourself. <laughs> Don't it though, when you're just affing yourself all <laughs> yes. over the place. Um <laughs> So I know, and here I still chose fear as mm. the first one because I think that is like the biggest topic that I feel like I'm always dealing with in my life. And I've been surprised lately. I don't know if it's this, sh- well, it's partly this show. It's partly the book I've been releasing. It's like everything has sort of added up to where it was resonating with me right now, fear. Mm. So I just thought that was a biggie and why not go ahead and tackle it right off the bat? Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's great. I mean, fear is not great. Awesome. It can be great. I. How can fear be great? How's fear great? Um, 
I don't know. I'm sure somebody's written an article I'm about sure it. it. I'm sure they have. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it just reminds us that we're still human. Right? I, th- I think there's definitely some articles and some talking points from folks about people who don't feel fear. Or like if you're a performer and you go on stage, you know, there are plenty of, of artists, no matter how many times they've done it, still For get sure. those butterflies and still get that little nervous feeling before they go on, right? I think most, most of them do. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think people who maybe don't feel those feelings might be a little psychopathic, but um, <laughs> I do too. Right? I do too, because it ties us together like as humans. Like we yeah. all know that we feel these common things and that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fear, it just, I, you know, just got this job opportunity and it's exciting, but I felt also a little sad around it or maybe some fear of the unknown. Why? Fear of giving up this life that I had created with all the freedom that I had yeah. to now go to something that's yeah. full time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some fear. Did I make a wrong choice? But, you know, I have to have faith. Yeah, you do. And, you know, that's a counteractive affirmation for fear is I have faith mm-hmm. or I am faith. I yeah. trust the process. I have to believe there's no reason for me not to believe that this has happened in the timing that it has, and it's all worked out for higher purpose. Is that our affirmation for our fear episode? Is that our affirmation for it? I have. I, I was thinking of quite a few yeah. because I think there's so many that can counteract. And one that we kind of touched on before we started was I am fearless and how that doesn't resonate. No, it doesn't with resonate me. with yeah. me either because I know I'm mm-hmm. not fearless. And people have described me as that in the past and they've been like, oh my God, you're so fearless. And I'm like, no, not even close. I am super scared, but I just do it anyway because I, I, I can't not do it. Like, you know, people's perception of you being fearless is interesting too. Like I, I don't know. I just see you doing what you're doing because I know that that's what's in your heart to do. And yeah, people are generally really afraid of anything. Yeah. Going outside the box, pursuing dreams, making a phone call to that person they haven't talked to in a long time. Mm -hmm. So anything looks like fearlessness. I guess. And I just see you. And this is how I feel about myself is we're just doing it. You just do it anyway, right? Yeah, you just do it. We're just yes. doing it. I had a boyfriend back, like way back when in the 90s. And I didn't think about fear much back then when I was younger. And not like we do now. I don't know why. It's much more in the conversation now, <laughs> isn't it? And um, he, there was always that sticker or whatever that people would have on like their truck that said no fear do you remember mm-hmm. that brand yes it was like some kind of brand it was skater brand yeah. or something yep yep yeah and he didn't like it and oh. uh, he was like i i hate that because like it's he just thought it was misleading like and i considered it and i get where the people were coming from mm-hmm. i don't think that's quite the same as fearless you know but um anyway or maybe if you say i fear Less, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. perhaps that's an affirmation that would yeah. ring true or resonate for us. Although, as we're talking about this, I am just remembering that I have a tattoo, and on my wrist it says "life is," and then on my side is a crossword puzzle of words, and one of those words is "fearless." Oh my God, you've yeah. got fearless tattooed really on you. Really forgot about that. <gasps> yeah. I know. I hate t- my tattoos on my back because I'm like I can't see yeah, them. So I forget. Life is fearless. Wow. Maybe I don't dissociate from it as much as I thought I did. Maybe you don't. It's not one that I, it's just not one that I turn to when I think about fear. No. 
right? Because sometimes they come from a fa- place of fear rather than a place of love. So mm-hmm. I am love mm-hmm. would be, a, you know, something to combat fear. Yeah. Or I, so the simple, like, I can do this. Yeah. Well, I think mine goes toward trust, mm. like, and just trusting that, trusting in the outcome and trusting like that I'm not going to like, well, I might fall on my face and I might mm-hmm. fail, but trusting that I'm not going to like die, I guess, if I'm not in a dangerous situation right. <laughs> that I'm fearful about. Yeah. Yeah. So because yeah. we've fallen on our face before and we know that we can get back up. Oh, my God. Right. Yes. So yeah. it's funny, though, how we... <laughs> In the end, things always work out. They do. Sometimes just very different than we thought they were going to. And fear can also stem from we think we have this plan or we want this plan and we want to control everything. Mm -hmm. And there's a fear of not being in control. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's where having the faith and just affirming that trust in the process or trust in whatever mm-hmm. um, helps. That's definitely helped me. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I think that mine like lately has just been fear around um, money mm. still like, you you know that and like fear like that. I'm not going to be able to support my girls the way I want to or live the life that I want to live or that I'm accustomed to living. And uh, I just, I get really scared about that, but and like, am I going to be living on the street? But I'm not going to be living on the street. And how often have you had that fear? Um, or how long do you feel that that fear has been sitting around? Th- th- for the past year. Okay. And has anything changed? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, right? but I, I mean, I have less money. You know, I've been living off some money and now yeah. I'm like, the, the hustle is just real. Like, because I have to make money and I have to, mm-hmm. I have to live. And um but I know I'm going to figure it out. And I think there's a trusting of myself that's within that, you mm-hmm. know? So, all right. So what are we settling on for this affirmation? Oh, gosh. Let's settle on one. Well, do you want to hear the other ones? Yes. I, okay. Yes, I do. I do. So I am enough. Okay. Um, that's loaded for me, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just, I just thought about these in terms of like going up against fear. Fear. And how, mm-hmm. we, can, how we can work with fear to feel better about okay. it. Cool. So I am love. I am enough. I have all that I need. Mm. I have faith. I embrace the unknown. Yeah. I trust the process. I believe in myself. Mm-hmm. I believe in love. I get out of my own way. And I can do this. Were ones that I thought about with fear. I think, do I get to choose? Yeah. Uh, one. I think I want to go with I have all that I need. Mm. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can do. I all believe. Of them. I like. I believe in myself. I do like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We could go with all of that. Well, and I think it just depends what the fear is around. But it is interesting when you look at the world. Mm-hmm. We're really operating from a place of fear. Mm-hmm. And oh, so much of the you time. know just for everything. Like I'm afraid. I don't even. I'm going to knock on wood. Like I'm afraid I'm going to get in a car accident. Right. right. Like, people live in these fearful places of worry and just creating these scenarios and your health in or, you know, Oh like, yeah. I mean, that's a big one for a lot of people because so many people don't have health insurance mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, we're in Texas, there's a huge amount of uninsured people and yeah. like, that's a huge fear, you yeah. know, cancer, all the rest of it. So, I mean, those are, and like, that's where like, I don't have health insurance and yeah. that's where I have to trust that if, if, and when I need it, I'll have it. If I yeah. have something wrong, right? Like, 
That makes me nervous, Jill. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It does. It makes me nervous. Like, I I haven't had a health insurance for the last um, two and a half years. Yeah. And we've been, we've been good. Yeah. Knock on wood. Um, so I'm not going to f- be fearful. Okay. Good. Good. Because... I think mine, you know, I'm older and then I got two kids. And so I like, I do worry about that, you know? And um, anyway, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to live in a place of fear around yeah. that. You know, we do have health insurance and I want to keep it yeah, and I got to yeah. pay for it and like all that kind of stuff. And then we're back to money and like, you mm-hmm. know, it makes you able to pay for these things and like takes these fears away. And so, you know, I just like, but if it's not a fear of that, another fear might come in it's gonna rear its head oh for sure because like um i recently broke up with someone and i you know found myself very fearful around that like oh i'm never going to like find anybody who feels that good to me or anything like that again but i will i have before you know or have i have felt that before Mm -hmm. and had it happen again and so i had this fear so um but i think that i think that being on my mind too is why i leaned toward um what was it i uh i have all that i need i have all that i need you know like um like even in the health, let's say the health mm-hmm. kind of a thing that we were talking about um even in that regard you have all that you need and that you have these friends who would come through for you mm-hmm. and would fi- help you figure it out if something were to happen i mm-hmm. mean like shit i'd start you a go fund me in five minutes, you know, and I'd hit up everyone I know if, if, if someone close to me that I loved needed it yeah. and, and everyone would come together and do it. We do have all we need when it comes down to it. Right. I, th- I think so. I think so I too. So yeah, I think that fear serves its purpose Uh huh. and I don't know what that purpose really is because it doesn't, Fear is not something we enjoy. Maybe it's feeling to uh, so many times, you know, you need the dark to show you the light. I it's, mean, like yeah. if we didn't have it at all, wouldn't that be weird? Mm-hmm. I mean, like we'd all just be coasting around. Well, it'd be a little less exciting, I think. It probably right. Would. Like, yeah. um, you know, afraid to ask someone out and then you do <laughs> and they say yes. And it's like, oh, what was I so afraid of? Right. Uh-huh. But we don't feel that until we're on the other side of the thing right or i'm afraid they're gonna say no and you know what if that's the worst thing that happens that's okay it is absolutely it was like you know getting this job and asking for more than the offering hourly rate i have Mm -hmm. nothing to lose right i'm not going to be afraid and a a former me would have absolutely feared not getting the opportunity if i asked for more yeah and i asked for more because i had nothing to lose and it, it is because I have worked on being more bold. Oh, you absolutely have done the work. Yeah. And you haven't been afraid I'm, to do the work. You did the work. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Does it feel like you made strides? Oh, yeah. In the face of fear? Oh, yeah. I notice it in just the, the tiniest mm-hmm. areas of my life. Just interacting with people, communicating with people, talking, just having normal everyday occurrences yeah. is where I see a difference since i've been doing the affirmations um since with you in the last year because i never did it before then i have noticed considerable differences within my life and the biggest one started when i started saying them out loud Mm -hmm. which i know is embarrassing are you still doing that every day wow every day so as we do these i'm gonna keep adding to my list you know and um and so yeah today we're gonna go with that one right we'll go with I have all that I need. need, Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing scary about that. 
when you believe that, like that's comforting mm-hmm. as hell. So uh, like okay. when you're sitting, I, I feel this all the time in my apartment and just the gratitude I feel for the space. I love my apartment. I love the space that I'm in and too. the space that I have. Mm-hmm. And I have everything that I need in there. Yeah. In myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And yourself. Yeah. That was why it was resonating with me about this relationship. Cause I felt like he was bringing something that was cool or, you know, mm. interesting or whatever. And I was like, I read something that was like, you've got it all within you. So quit freaking out, you know? Yeah. So I do have all that I need. And, and that can allay that fear that, you know, you're not going to find something. It's like, what, what, what do you need to find? We have it. Right. Yeah. We have it. So beautiful. Okay. Be sure. And let's uh, tell people how they can find you. We're going, I'm trying to keep an Instagram on this called go after yourself. So we'll try to start that too, where we'll share each one that we do every week. And then uh, of course people can find you at stickwithit.co stickwithit.co on Instagram Instagram or online right yep stickwithit yeah and they can order your affirmations packs if they want to yeah for sure because they're still out there and they're amazing I have them literally all over my bathroom so highly recommend your stuff and we will be putting those on the Instagram thank you Jill thank you I'm so glad that you are part of this Rock Your Life podcast it means the world to me because I have so enjoyed everything with you Hello, hello. Yeah, you're going to have to be that close to the mic. Okay. Cool. You can move it if you want, rather than move your neck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Should I just sit like this? (laughs) Just pick it on you. I'm used to having big old mics in my face. Are you? (laughs) Wait, you're not recording yet, are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. You know what? We can edit this out, or we cannot. Or we can just get going, because this is the part of the Rock Your Life show where we talk about practical strategies and ways to build our brand and taking charge of our habits and what we're listening to and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sitting here with you, Bijou Finney, who is a collaborative partner of mine and a certified brand consultant, among other things. What else What else do you use as your, as your title and everything that you do? Um, mostly I just focus on personal style and professional style for people, so looking at their brands, looking at their their personalities online especially, mm-hmm. um, and then helping them strategize a better way of coming across. Yeah, you know, that was one of my questions that I had about fear today and like just fear around like building our brand and, and kind of how you see people with that. Like I, I wanted to start off talking about that. Well, I'm. you know that I love the brain science part of everything and I think that when you start looking into why your brain is maybe making you fearful, it helps you gain control over it a little bit more. For sure. So for instance, um, with some of my clients, if they're afraid to put themselves out there in a big way, we kind of communicate on, well, is it because there's something associated with your ego? Are you worried about um, someone not liking what you're doing? or Like um, finding the resistance? Exactly. Yeah. So then once you kind of really understand why you're fearful and if it's even like worth being fearful over it kind of helps you just gain control over it is there oftentimes when you meet that is it usually fear like 
wouldn't you say? Well, it's always fear, it's but always there's fear. different types of fear. So mm-hmm. there's fear of, well, are people going to like it? Or is it fear of, do you not think that your stuff is very good? Or is it, I mean, there's so many different types of fear. So Mine's always a mix of like all of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it typically is, but sometimes people are a little bit more than others. Like they're, they might be super confident in their abilities, but then they're worried about what other people will think of them putting themselves out there. For sure. And it's like, how many times do you look at someone putting themselves out there and then even if you don't like it, you're just kind of like, okay, then you go on to the next thing, right? It's everybody, like two seconds. Yes, everybody's worried about themselves, really, when it comes down to it. Like, everybody's so wrapped up in what they're doing that they don't have time to really, maybe they judge you for a second, but who cares? It's literally like, a second if they don't like it. Is it according yeah. to brain science, it's literally yeah, a second? Yeah, it's literally, if you know, you'll listen to something for a second and then you'll be done with it. And you're never like all day like, God, she really sucks. She really sucks all day long. You I don't can't have, stop you don't, thinking about yeah, how no. much she sucks. <laughs> um yeah you know um so we just rented an office together and Mm -hmm. uh that i just thought i'd talk a little bit about some fears i have too i've had a lot of fear around that like i feel like i've taken this risk with it and um you know even the show like starting this show i have a lot of fear around it and doing it and i can talk forever but then suddenly i'm like can i fill an hour you know so um so I think that just focusing on that second and that people don't really care and you can take these risks and it's just not going to impact your life as much as you think it is or it's going to impact it in a good way because you're pushing outside your comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just going back to what you're worried about right now with your show and your office, Mm -hmm. um, you might be worried about maybe failing or not doing it to the abilities that you think that you can do it to, but Think of all the people that you're going to be able to help, and that should be the motivating factor, like all the clients that you're going to be able to help in our office and all the people that maybe are worried about stepping out of their bounds right now but might listen to your show, and then you might give them the motivation that they need for the day. So that's why you're doing what you're doing, and that's why you have to keep remembering to go back to that. Thanks for the pep talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I always need it. Um, Motivational Monday, right? Uh, I guess, yeah, whatever day it is. Um, So uh, one thing that you and I always connect on is building habits. And um, that's a big part of like my whole Rock Your Life thing is like building simple, easy habits. So um, how do habits like feed our brands? Like, um, I don't don't exactly have a good solid question about that. But um, I I feel like, for example, you know, like I am not that great at guitar. But I'm trying to build a habit around it this year of my five minutes a day or whatever and just and just make it a habit. I met somebody the other day who was like, I want to play guitar and it's just sitting around my house. And I was like, just build it into your habit routine mm-hmm. and play for five minutes. So how do you think that how do you how do you put that in like building your brand and even like sticking with something that maybe scares you? Well, I always tell people that you're not going to be able to build a brand if you don't have consistency. So, um, Ooh, that's good. Yeah. So like, for instance, with me, I, I really thought about my brand recently, especially digital digitally. And I was like, what do I want to be known for? What do I want to come across as? And if I don't put that out cons- consistently, then I'm not going to be known for that. Right. And it doesn't even mean cons- it means more than consistent content. It means actually doing it all the time too, exactly. and building that into a habit mm-hmm. like um, you. You recently I don't know if you've put it out yet, but you have a um, like a deck about branding and blogging. So I've been trying to follow your deck. And I, I don't know if you can share that with our listeners or not. Maybe at the end you can uh, share how they can download that. Um 
But in there, you say, like, make sure that you are aligning what you're doing with these six words uh-huh. that you're defining your brand by, whether it's, like, savvy, modern, whatever, authentic or whatever. So um, I think you get in a habit mindset where that's overcoming fear anyway, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's been amazing to me to see our business over seven years and there's things that are associated with that business in people's minds just because we always kept coming back to that. And that's seven years of a habit of me being, I'm going to put this out there and that out there. And we're going to talk about entrepreneurs and how we can help them. And we're going to talk about this. But if you don't do it every single day, then you're not building a brand at all. And you're not building anything for yourself either. But yeah, that that deck is kind of just like um, a filter. Basically, you have five words that are your brand voice and you run everything through them. So any copy that you put on your post, anything that you do content-wise, it should be like, am I speaking from a voice of authority, things, yes. of, of style, of like edginess? Whatever you want those to be, you have to be consistent and build those habits of talking in those terms. Do you really think you have to do it every day? Or is it like- oh, yeah. Five days a week, six days, five, five. I think, I think like if you're like with the majority, like 80% of the time. I love that question because I think that in order for you to be successful, you need to be authentic to yourself. And if you're authentic, like let's talk about those five words, right? Four of those words should be who you actually are. And then maybe five is like a goal that you want to be. So you have to build those habits to make it to where you're that fifth one. But these should be pretty like standard and easy for you to put it out all the time. I'm looking at my words right now. Are you that are what are your words? Amy? You want to know my words? Yeah. Uh, authentic, transformative, clear. Clear and simple, but they're kind of the same thing. So I need to I need to edge one of those out. Clear, yeah. simple, effective, and modern. Oh yeah, I could see all those words. See, okay. see those That's are good. like so authentically you already that I don't think you have to work on putting that out all the time that's well i think yeah i but i've been building a brand for a long time mm-hmm. so and i've been overcoming fear around building that brand for a since long day time. since I, you and i met really uh which was what, 2013 <laughs> thank you for the encouraging words so have you <laughs> absolutely so uh one of the things i really wanted to focus on with you is because you and i always connect on like what we're listening to and what we're doing and we talk about these habits and routines so let's uh let's talk really pragmatically about what you're actually doing on a daily basis and i will too because i want to share that with people and i think that's important for people to hear oh i sh-, you know this is a good idea i get ideas from you all the time for instance, one of the things that we do, and we can um, list some resources in a minute, but we have these angel cards that you gave me. And so we pull those angel cards every day. And um, that's a habit that I really enjoy. So I'll put a link where somewhere for those. But uh, let's talk a little bit about your habits. Yeah, um, I hate that my habits are so cliche because everyone's always been telling me for so long, you need to meditate, you need to stretch every day. And I'm just like, whatever, lady. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But now that I started doing it, it has made a huge difference in my life because I'm less of a bitch at work. Uh I'm I can handle my mind a little bit easier. Um, it's like working out your brain. You can settle your brain when you need it. I look forward to my meditating now. I've been doing it for mm, consistently. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just started doing all that. But I, so I wake up every day and um, I, my boyfriend and I make it a, a thing that we have to cuddle every morning. <laughs> That's really nice. That's really yeah. smart. Because we, no matter what happened the night before, whatever we're feeling at that moment, no matter how much we have to rush off, we, we make it a point to do that. 
because that that's that's for our relationship. And then mm-hmm. feed the dog because he <laughs> yeah. demands it. Yeah. And then I go and I have my moment in my room and in front of my little altar and I meditate and I pull my angel cards and I stretch and then I get going for the day. And um, I've tried to bring in my vitamin routine and um, I make sure that I read every single day now. Um, I'm doing my- the same reading. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I do. And sometimes it's just, I think I get too overwhelmed with a book sometimes. And then I just go, okay, well, if I read three pages this morning, that's good. Like that is a success I have read, you know, from my habits. It's so, good for your brain. Yeah. Um, mine, let's see. I, uh, I do very similar to you. I go to my altar. I like Palo Santo. I pull my angel. Co- I, I smudge myself just a little bit every day. You do too, probably. And, um, oh, and yeah. then I, uh, I um, pull my angel cards. I do some Reiki on myself every day, and I have a Reiki mantra that I say every day, which is, um, just for today, I am at peace. Just for today, I show appreciation and gratitude. Just for today, I will work hard. And just for today, I'm kind to all living things, including myself. Yeah. It's a, it's a, that's a variation on the Reiki like thing that they say, but they say, I will not worry. And I will, and I don't like putting anything in the negative. I just, I switch it to I am at peace. Uh, and I power pose for a minute. I meditate, read some book. What does you your know. power pose look like? Uh, very like, um, very like Wonder Woman standing on uh, top of a mountain, surveying uh, everything that is hers. <laughs> <laughs> surveying, I like that. I okay. try to do it today. I did it for about ten breaths. So you know, if you can make it a minute or two, I think that's good. Sometimes I put my arms out. Sometimes they're on my hips. Whatever. Um, and then of course I do affirmations every single day. But uh, these are just all choices. Well, I know um, one of your books that you feel really strongly about is Atomic Habits. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, it's a it's a great book. Um, it's funny because it it all worked in correlation with I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I was reading that book and started microdosing, started doing all this stuff, started really taking um, a handle of everything that I wanted to do for we should, my life. We should clarify your microdosing too, which is mushrooms, mm-hmm. in case people want to know. So Yeah. Um, and and I don't know. I think it was doing those little things and, and um, rebooting my brain and deciding to do stuff for myself. But that book really did a lot for me. And it kind of just gives you a roadmap for how you need to start doing what you want to do. It's by um, James Clear, right? Is that correct? So. Yeah, Atomic Habits. Yeah, I think I, so. I, like this year has been the year of consuming media for me. I am just like a psychopath, constantly listening, constantly reading, constantly digesting all this stuff. Do you find that you need a little break sometimes to digest yeah. it? Because I I've discovered that I do. Yeah, I, there'll be some days that I can't even make myself put my headphones on and listen to anything. That's good. That you need to listen to that, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I literally can't I even I won't even put on radio or music or anything. My boyfriend mm-hmm. will come in and be like, "Why are you in silence?" And I'm like, "Cuz I, <laughs> I need it." I need silence. And yeah. that means you. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um so we're almost out of time. What uh what other resources do you want to share today because I know the habit journal is a good one for you that you gave me and mm-hmm. I've really really enjoyed my habit journal. Um I use a productivity planner that is from Intelligent Change and uh I'm a big fan of it as well. Do you have anything else that you want to share before we go? Yeah, or anything I got that. you're listening to that about fear or anything. Just Well, yeah, I got share. that that um habit notebook after reading that book. It, I think it's a product of his, but it's really nice for your brain, especially because we're checklist people. Mm-hmm. We like checking things off and seeing your um, the fact that you've kept with it for a month or 30 days or like 
60, 90, just seeing all those checks really does something for you. It's like and, positive reinforcement. Yeah, but also if you see that you've been really bad and there are no checks, you're like, God, I suck. I really need to get back <laughs> at it. So yeah, I really enjoy that book um, and writing that you'd write a line every day and going back and reading those lines after the month's end has been hilarious to oh, me. Oh, mine too. Mine, I've done it. And it's like, <laughs> um, well, anyway, oh. I, I don't even want to talk about mine. It was like, we Another broke day. up. Oh, we got back to it. Oh, we broke up. Oh, we got back. <laughs> Anyway, um, that's a different subject. Uh, I want to also share Happy Pocket Full of Money, which is a book that um, it's not just about money, but it's about wealth consciousness and abundance. And uh, I think there's a ton in it about overcoming fear. So I got to share that, too. Anything else you want to share before we wrap it up? No, that book that you gave me has been amazing. I think you've given it to a few of our friends and we all. I give it to everyone. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. it. I think you're really helping everyone's lives with that book. Oh, for sure. thanks. Well, I want to share it with everybody too. If I could buy you all one, I would, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so awesome. Thank you. How can people find you and follow you? And can we, can we wrap up our segment with how everybody can? Yeah, engage? I really should be better on Twitter. I need to start. That would be a habit that I start soon. That's um, good. yeah, but, uh, our website is the dot And then, um, I'm really active on my Instagram, which is storytime style. Um, story by style. Story by style. Cool. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I'll, I'll, promise to be better on Twitter soon. Ah, you know, it's all a work in progress, baby steps. Build that (laughs) habit when you can. So thank you so much for sitting down. I'm so excited about this segment as we move forward um, because I admire all that you do and your expertise in this and what you're thinking about all the time. So thanks, Bijou. Thanks. Once again, I just want to say a huge thank you for joining me on this journey. And it is a journey. We're constantly learning and we're constantly transforming and changing. And if we don't embrace that, we become stagnant. You can sign up for my Rock Your Life newsletter at amyedwards.com. If you'd like to work with me, I have simple and effective transformation and accountability packages available. I'm available for speaking as well. Just hit me up, whatever you want to, even if you just want to say something about the podcast, I would absolutely love that. Just hit me up. It's amy at amyedwards.com. Easy enough. Rock your life.